Blog Talk Radio. Another day, another chance. We are celebrating our 125th year uh, in 2018, so make sure that you're part of the 125 celebration. Uh, look for our hashtag, uh, the hashtag, uh, the Wave 125. Uh, we are certainly uh, excited about uh, today's show. Uh, Lou Mendez, who's the Deputy Commissioner at the Department of Design and Construction, as well as the Chief Operating Officer of the Build It Back program. Uh, he was hired in 2016 to get the city's troubled Build It Back program back on track. He's been the point man for Build It Back since and joins the show. Uh, uh, we're just waiting on him here. They're getting a couple of minutes to set everything up uh, to talk about the progress of the program in Broad Channel. Again, Lou Mendez, when he was brought on, I remember uh, shortly after uh, he was brought on board, you know, a lot of people were hopeful. Uh, about his uh, hiring because he was so instrumental in getting the, um, you know, the 9/11 uh, memorial uh, situation squared away, and uh, a lot of people gave Lou a lot of praise uh, for getting that project that had been bogged down by bureaucracy and red tape, uh, and that was the hope uh, bringing him on board uh, with Build It Back because Build It Back was a mess. Uh, it was even worse of a mess. If you think it's a mess now, it was even worse of a mess when uh, Lou came on board, and I believe he's with us now. Uh, Mr. Mendez, welcome to the program. How are you? Are you are you with us, Lou? Can you hear me? All right, we're going to put him on hold and uh, see if we can get him back up. Uh, we're still waiting on... Uh, Let's see if we can get him now. Lou, are you on the line? Can you hear us? Okay, he's still not with us, so we're going to hold off uh, and vamp, as they say. That's the, uh, the beauty of live radio, folks. <laughs> you know, um, Again, as we were mentioning, uh, Mendez was brought in uh, on, uh, he was brought in in 2016 to, you know, as I said, fix, fix, fix the system. Um, and uh, he even got blowback. I mean, he was on the job for a week, and I remember a story uh, on DNA Info uh, where certain folks from uh, the DDC were, you know, concerned that Mendez was being, you know, ruffling feathers and hurting their feelings. And I think that most most folks at the time uh, 
certainly felt that, um, you know, certainly felt that, you know, that there was a situation where, you know, feathers needed to be ruffled and the situation needed to be, uh, you know, taken care of. So, um, again, we'll talk with... Um, We'll talk with Lou as soon as he joins us. I believe he's with us now. Let's try this one more time. Uh, Mr. Mendez, welcome to the program. How are you today? Good. How are you? Okay, so uh, we've been talking on the line about, um, you know, when you were first hired, uh, and a lot of people thought that your success with the 9-11 Memorial Project, uh, being able to take a project that was bogged down in red tape and infighting and all these different things that were going on and you were able to get that project back on track and it's you know it's it's amazing uh what you were able to do down there and i think a lot of people thought that you would have the same effect on build it back when you were brought in um let's talk a little bit about that moment when you were brought in where was Build It Back at that moment um, that, that needed your special touch? Well, Build It Back was at, a, was at a point in time where things were being figured out and certain things had to be worked out because, you know, a lot of these issues have been brand new issues to any type. It's a disaster. You know, people don't understand that this came out of a disaster. And, how do you go and, and, and renovate thousands of houses? So, you know, there's always a place, there's always a time to learn. And when I came in, I, I saw a team that was totally, totally involved with the project, very, very competent team that was going through the process of making sure that certain things were being done and learning. Look, there's been so many learning curves on this job that and when you pick up a house, when you lift a house, you know, you find so many different issues, so many different new problems. But I think I, we came in, we, we are at about 40-something percent completion. We're at about 90-something percent now. But we, we came a hell of a way. I gotta tell you, it was not me. It was the team. There was the whole built back team that I'm very proud of. That all participated in being successful. One thing that that we certainly um, have always talked about uh, with you know when we've had Amy Peterson on, we've had Amy on you know a bunch of times, is that um, I think a lot of people didn't anticipate. Or at least let's put it this way: when 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 Built It Back was first formed and first talked about, um, that it would be a situation where, you know, that that Build It Back would be able to do what it needed to do without the red tape of all the different agencies uh, dealing with each individual, you know, rebuild or renovation. And it seemed that 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 didn't wasn't really the case. That Build It Back wasn't given the proper authorities, the proper power, the proper, you know, backing to get things, I mean, at least that's the perception. Would you say that that's improved uh, since you've been on board? Uh, yes. I mean, look, we always got the backup from the mayor's office. You know, this administration has been tireless, been tireless when it comes to giving us the backup that we need. 
but we do need to go through a lot of different approvals. You know, some of them are state approvals or and city approvals. Unfortunately, those agencies will always be with us. It's been a partnership with the building department, with DEP, with DEC. It's definitely been a partnership, but it's hundreds of hundreds of problems, you know, that need to be inspected. You know, city, then you have HUD on top that makes sure that everything you do, everything you do, so it gets vetted two, three times. So it's not an easy program. Anything that comes down from a federal from federal funding, it always brings a lot of different uh, approvals and and making sure that things are being done, confirming triple confirming, so there's no issues. I think I certainly think before we um, get to some uh, some of the questions that were brought up at the uh, the broad channel meeting the other night. Um, and some of the uh, interviews that we've done since then. Um, I do want to touch on uh, one other thing, and that is that I think, you know, just based on my interactions with, you know, folks from Broad Channel, that having you around and having, you know, a point person, as it were, you know, somebody who actually has some juice, you know, being at these meetings and listening to people and talking to people, you know, and I've been working with Build It Back even before, you know, um, even before you came on board. So I've dealt with pretty much everyone. Uh, you know, Rudy Giuliani uh, has done a fantastic job communicating with us, and uh, Matt Vigiano has done a great job as well, you know, talking with us in the media, trying to, you know, because, look, we're not experts. You know, we don't, we, we couldn't, you know, we did a story on the frozen pipe system last week. You know, I we rely on our on our experts, you know, in the community and, and folks like you, uh, you know, to really give us a an accounting of what's going on. But I, I will say this. I do think that your visibility and your accessibility um, has certainly, you know, while it's all not, you know, it's not sunshine and rainbows, I think, you know, your accessibility and, 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 and being there to answer the tough questions certainly has, uh, you know, been an improvement, especially in a place like Broad Channel. Would you agree with that? Well, it's been one of our. It's not just my. It's not just my call. It's also my team. My team is always available for any of the homeowners, in Queens, in Broad Channel, and I would like to mention some of their names. Rudy is definitely a guy who's always taking the, taking a lot of this criticism. He's out there. We have a borough director, Lizette, that basically does the same thing. And I have a person that works with me every day, and that's Christine Flaherty from DDC, the Associate Commission, that has been a partner in this. So all of us understand that we need to make sure that the homeowners, we have a group of neighborhood coordinators that go around to each, to each family to make sure that they know where they are on a weekly basis. Unfortunately, you know, as much as I want to make this into a highly successful move-in rate, we go through a lot of problems. You know, every time we lift a home, we find we find problems with the home. We have to go refile the job. You know, sometimes contractors have capacity our way too much capacity. So, so these are things that we work with constantly trying to 
you know, myself and the team is constantly trying to change the tide on it. And basically, yes, we also have that problem, high tides, believe it or not. So, but we're doing this on a daily basis. It's a very demanding, very, very demanding project. But I wouldn't do it. I couldn't do it if I didn't have a team that I really, really, really depend on. Okay, now, you know, specifically in Broad Channel, which is, you know, challenging not just because of the neighborhood and the community and the uh, the activism, you know, is always tough, you know, to, you know, they're a tough crowd, they're not going to be easily pleased, they're not going to be easily uh, satiated. And, you know, I know that when we cover the meetings, especially the ones that you're at or Rudy's at, uh, we know they can get, you know, they can get, you know, heated, they can get... Uh, certainly, uh, uh, a lot of complaints that. will come out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I know the most recent one. There was a um, a large outpouring of complaints about uh, frozen pipes, and you know how to how to take care of them, how to fix them, the mistakes that were made, and or 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 you know the alleged mistakes that were made in uh, installing them. And and you know we've been talking with. Uh, John Norton, who's a plumber, who I'm sure you're aware of, uh, who has talked about, and his main complaint, uh, and I really want to, I want to bring this up to you because I'd really like to hear what you have to say about it. His main complaint, he believes, is that you know, Build It Back is hiring unqualified people to call the shots on, you know, basically all types of this foundation work. And what do you say to that particular charge? What am I going to say to that? Of course, it, it's kind of silly for him to say something like this. You know, we always find the people in the neighborhoods that know everything better than anybody else, the experts. And, but we have engineers, we have architects, we have a lot of people with experience in the, in the, in the field. Do we have issues with when you off the home, therefore creating some sort of a wind tunnel underneath the house, yes, and we're dealing with that. I mean, I don't need to go to that meeting for them to tell me what we are doing. Certainly, I will definitely speak with guys like John and whomever needs to speak with us. But, you know, sometimes people also like to go to meetings and put themselves on soapboxes. It's very easy from the other side. It's always very easy from the other side. I respect what they have to say. I'm going to actually speak with some of them, like Mr. Norton, right? I'm going to speak with him to, to sort of get some of his um, opinions. But, you know, it's, 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 it's a house that's it's so many different types of problems that, you know, I mean, you lift a home, and what do you have to do so certain things don't freeze up? You know, you know what people also seem to forget is that, when we go and renovate a home, we don't renovate the entire house. Most of the times, we don't renovate the entire house, even though the existing part of the house is not in good shape. But it was not affected by Sandy. You know, this is not a program where we go and renovate the entire house. The program is designed just to fix the Sandy affected and other issues that we may think it's reasonable because it's a safe, safe and sanitary, which is a hard uh, guideline. But, right. 
you know, we, we don't go and renovate the entire home. So sometimes some of these freeze-ups come from walls, existing walls, where some of the walls were not being, were, were never insulated. You know, a lot of the work that we encounter, it was not done properly. You know, it was done illegally, it was not done properly. So we go, we work through all those problems to make sure that, you know, you know, it's like a game of pickup sticks where we need to go through it every time we find a house. So, so, so we understand the problem. I totally understand the whole issue, but we're putting together a plan to remediate it. You know, a lot of people think it's easy, but you know, when we put these contracts out, we got to go through the proper channels. You know, there's, there's city rules that we need to obey by, you know, it's not just picking up uh, an idea and then running it and giving it to the guy next door because you know him, he's the contractor for the neighborhood. It doesn't work like that. So I understand, my, the whole team understands the issue. We're working at it. And I was the first one to say that we're going to take care of it. We know about it. We brought it up. We're the ones. Right, we're not just right. taking care of the problem of the frozen pipe. We want to take care of Part B is how to take care of the problem as a whole, you know. So we understand it, you know. I mean, it's a lot of these people think that, you know, nobody else understands it. But believe me, I mean, what we have done to put the manager a program like this, it all comes from Amy because Amy has worked, worked very hard at this. And, uh, you know, Look, look at Louisiana. Look at the other southern states that they're not even done with the Katrina. We're so close of actually wrapping things up in New York, you know, so it's been the last three, four years of actually doing the program. So, you know, it's not easy. You know, we're always fighting for the people who have been outside their homes. We try to do everything possible. But sometimes patience, you know, patience is something that we must have in order to move forward, you know. It's not just Well, let's house. be honest, too. I mean, well, let's be honest. I mean, I think that there was a lot of, I think there was a lot of, and I'm not saying you did this, and I'm not saying Amy did this either, but, uh, you know, maybe some other, uh, you know, uh, elected officials, you know, put some timetables out there or put some, you know, put some, uh, you know, uh, landmarks out there where, okay, we're going to be done by this date, and, you know, some people feel that you know, instead of getting it first, you know, it's like you know the new, the old, you know, the old Daily News. When I used to work with guys from the Daily News, they used to say, uh, you know, our job is to get it right, not to get it first. And I think that that mentality, or at least that perception of what people people feel that maybe some of the job, maybe some of these jobs were rushed because of this, you know, artificial, uh, or you know. You know, basically this 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 timetable that really didn't make a lot of sense to a lot of people, and now uh, people f- maybe feel that uh, things weren't being done, you know, properly because they were trying to meet this deadline. Would you say no, that that's no. that that's no, that's not true. That is not true. That things were rushed because of some, some schedules that were put out there. That's not true. I mean, now. I, look, I know every single one of my team. They all very, very professional of what they do. You know, there's dozens of dozens of consultants, hundreds that work with us. They all care for what they do. 
you know, so that nothing was rushed in order to meet some schedule because we're still not done. You know, I mean, we're still working. I mean, what if that there was some frustration out there and some dates came up as a, we need to get it done by certain dates? Yes, you know, this was the first program of this nature that happened in New York. You know, and uh, I'm sure that if it happens again, it will be done differently, and we all learn from what we did this, but. You know, was it perfect? It's not perfect. That we're going to get this done very, very soon? Yes. But I don't think that work was done because of schedules that were were published. I don't. And as it is, you know how many houses we go back to people that have moved in over a year ago? We still go back to those homes and, and help out. We still go back to those homes and help. We're not leaving. We are not leaving anyone out there, you know, because of a, a, a bad workmanship or whatever happened. Anyone that calls, we right. go. We go there. We fix. We're not abandoning anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not abandoning anyone. That we cannot be dead the next day. You know, it is. You know, yes, it it it, it does happen because unfortunately, I don't have a. I don't have 3,000 contractors, you know. We are doing this in the middle of a very, very, you know, successful construction, you know, industry. A lot of work. A lot of contractors are working someplace else. So we got to work with a team of contractors that, you know, and that's all we have. So, and I think we're doing a very good job at it. I think, you know, little by little, we're chipping away with bringing people home. One last, one last thing for me, Lou, and that's that's really based on again we're talking with Louis uh, Lou Mendez from uh, the Department of Design and Construction. He's also the CEOO of the Build It Back program, and he's talking about um, you know where we stand now as far as where the where the you know where where the program is. One last thing for me: how important is it to have um, um, a connected you know, uh, committed, um, you know, community civic like like they have. I mean, I know that sometimes it can be tough to deal with, but having somebody like Dan Mundy Jr. Uh, be involved uh, with the project, uh, you know, as a community liaison uh, between, you know, you guys and, and what – and the community and the residents, how important is it to have a guy like that who not only is a, you know, is a passionate – advocate for his community, but also somebody who knows a little bit about the resiliency issues uh, that are facing communities like like Broad Channel? Well, it's very important. Look, you also need to put into this equation the honesty that we bring to the table. You know, we're, you know, we're very honest to people. We tell them this is sometimes they don't like to hear it. But, so, but this is something but this is something that this is something that we always make sure that we bring to, to a homeowner is honesty. But working with Dan has been it's been it's been great. It's been very, very, very meaningful to us because Dan is a I mean, broad all I can say is broad channels should be very proud of a guy like Dan and his father. Also Dan. Dan Junior and Dan Senior. These two guys 
these two guys worked their butts off for their community. But they also fair people. They also fair people with us. You know, if they have to give us a hard time, they'll give us a hard time. But if it's the other way around, they listen, you know. But um, very important. I mean, these community leaders are becoming very important because they define neighborhoods. They can define people that, you know, they feel are the most sensitive. So working with them is very important. Well, look, I really want to appreciate the time that you made for us today. I appreciate your honesty and uh, look forward to uh, sitting down with you and talking some more down the road. Uh, Have a great day, and thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Bye. Okay, that was uh, Lou Mendez from the Department of Design and Construction. <laughs> Didn't sound too pleased after. <laughs> but, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, I, look, I've heard a lot of good things about Lou. I, I, I've heard a lot of good things about, uh, you know, the changes that he's brought to the program, uh, being the point guy. And, you know, and, in my, and my questions might have been tough, but, you know, the the, the job is tough. You know, the, getting these people back in their homes is tough. Uh, you know, and, and as I mentioned before, uh, Queensboro Director Rudy Giuliani, who I've been working with since I got here uh, at the Wave, uh, is a guy that is, is another one who's always accessible, who always takes the phone call, who always, you know, listens to the tough questions. And I'm sure he's not loving, you know, some of the questions I, I, I have to ask. But, you know, unfortunately, that's my job too. You know, our job is to make sure that, people are getting treated properly and getting the right kind of services and you know that's what you know the whole point of build it back was is get these people back in their homes uh, get these people uh, protected and you know in in, uh, in case of another storm and let's be honest you know based on the weather that we you know the weather patterns and all this crazy weather that we've seen you know resiliency is you know, maybe some people want to deny the fact that climate change exists, but you know, it's 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 obvious uh, every day of the resiliency issues uh, here in Rockaway. Just a you know, just a regular little rainstorm can cause flooding. So um, you know, I really want to I really want to thank uh, Matt Vigiano who made this uh, made this uh, interview happen today. He's uh, the press uh, spokesperson for Build It Back. He set this whole thing up. So I want to thank him for making it happen. I want to thank uh, Mr. Mendez for joining us, and uh, I want to thank the rest of you for listening. And uh, you can read uh, this week. We will, uh, in addition to uh, you know taking taking things out of this out of this interview, we also, uh, as I mentioned, uh, talked with Mr. Norton um, about the Broad Channel Civic uh, that we covered last week. And uh, a lot of interesting issues came up as well. So I uh, want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, don't forget to get the wave uh, every Friday. Uh, it is uh, only 50 cents, and you're helping us celebrate our 125th year. And uh, like I said, we'll be uh, covering uh, this story and more in this week's issue of the Wave newspaper. Have a great day, everyone, and we will see you next time on Riding the Wave. <laughs>